Hey, my name is Kevin Clark. I'm the host of a new football podcast called Slow News Day. I want to tell you about it. On Mondays, Lindsey Jones and I will recap the weekend in football that was, as well as look ahead to what's next. On Wednesday, the normal Slow News Day, the thing you've been watching for years, current players, current coaches, current analysts talking about the football world. And on Friday, it's a wild card. Could be some college football, could be more pro stuff. It's a video podcast, so you can watch it on Spotify or listen to it wherever you get your podcasts. Follow on Spotify. It's Slow News Day. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. I hate to use, I hate to use pop culture references, you know that. But this is like when they shattered Thor's hammer. Hi everyone, welcome to Rise House. Hope you are all safe and well. We're recording this straight after Saudi Arabia's surprise win over Argentina. So we're going to talk about that as well as England beating Iran. We're going to give flowers to Nico Williams and finally some Barclays WSL stuff. And my guests are Ryan Hun and Musa Kwonga. How are you doing, fellas? Very well, very well. How are you? Uh, yeah, I'm very well. Very, very well. Um, Good. That, it started. The World Cup started, man. And you know something? Argentina, man, my team. Listen, <laughs> can I just say... Three takes on right last week's writer's house have aged. Oh my god! Very badly. Badly. Mioa, Mioa's no goals for the no Netherlands. goals for the Netherlands. Yep, gone. Argentina, uh, to, Argentina to win. Blows losing the first game. Gone. Gone. But I actually think the Argentina one is still. Well, of course it is. Safe shout because no. you know Spain didn't Spain losing didn't Spain lose in twenty ten Switzerland they did but they lost to Switzerland. Yeah. But Moose, that's a what very I, different. Yeah, that's a very, a very different position. Yeah, but the thing is, Moose, with um, with this one, with the Spain team, yes. we saw players that we thought, right, they're going to probably go to the next level. They're going to they're going to step it up. Mm. I'm looking at the I'm looking at the Argentinian team, and this is without taking anything away from Saudi Arabia because we'll go into it. But yes, I look at the Argentinian team, and I, I'm sorry, I didn't see enough. I didn't see enough. I what I saw. Um, with a, a high line uh, from Saudi Arabia, a very disciplined high line, even though they changed half time mm. um, to, to just, you know, just to drop another man back into it, but they kept it. Um, I thought the running in the first half moose of the, the, the Argentinian forwards, Messi, Lataro, uh, Martinez, I thought they, they were, it was, it was poor. We're dealing with margins. I'm going to be really mean here. Uh-oh. Yeah. I don't think that the high line was genius from Saudi Arabia at all. I don't think it was genius. I think that actually they got away with everything. I think because the angles of those runs were terrible. Terrible. Some of the running, they ran. Do you know what it was like? It was like watching, watching Argentina run at that high line was like watching children with a sugar rush. <laughs> it's like watching children stuff three. Yeah. It was like watching children stuffing three sweets into their mouth at once because they, they were feasting yeah, on it. Because they're feasting. And they saw that space and they got so excited and they didn't angle their runs. And that's, that's the right, reason I yeah. say this, and that's, that sounds really harsh, but you keep angling your run steep from the uh, fullback position to the centre-back, and you keep cutting, and it's 2-3-0, and it's good night. And that way, what do you do? You get Messi off the mark, which yep. they got. You get Lautano off the mark. Mm-hmm. 
which means he hasn't got to worry about a goal and the attack starts playing with freedom and it's yeah. 3-0 at halftime. And that is one of the most complacent first halves of attacking from an elite team I have ever seen. I know it sounds brutal to say that. I'm sorry to keep like jumping in and saying this. No, 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 it's I fine. Have to, because it frustrates me because they exhausted their creativity, Argentina, in a lot of that first half, a lot of their running, and they got so drunk off the plan A, they didn't mm. have a plan B for when Saudi yeah. shot up shop. Yeah. And all the gaps they were, they were running for, and a similar thing happened actually to, um, uh, to the US actually against Wales, to a less extreme degree. But the moment they closed the gaps, Saudi, yeah, but Saudi, that's what they've done, Moose. Moose, that's what they've done because it was 4 1 4 1. They were all in. And then mm. they changed it to 4 1 3 2. And then they had a midfielder that dropped in as well, dropped into the back. But they still, it was quite high. And still, Argentina, even when they broke in that middle of the pitch, they could not get that ball through. They couldn't do it. And Moose, yes. you, you are absolutely 1 million percent right, is that. The line was so high. I was, I was watching it with, funny, I was watching it with the, the ITV Big Boss and I was saying, wow, that line's high. They're, they're really, they're gambling here. And like when then Latara went through, I thought, what a beautiful finish as well, offside. Messi, offside. Even the chance what Messi had in the first two minutes. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking, that's not a Messi finish. It was very, very rushed and how can I say, very complacent, Moose. It was like, oh, I've just got a side foot this in. It was the finish of a man who thought he was going to get another 20 chances. Yeah. This is the thing. That's exactly what it was, right? And they've got to get a lot of credit because at the end of the day, they stuck to it. You know what I mean? We're talking about a coach who knows what he's doing in respects of putting the team oh, together. Right you know, Renard. Renard for, yeah, yeah, Renard. Come on, yeah. man. The white yeah. shirt. You mm. know what I mean? And what, what, what I respect more than anything with that Saudi performance is they stuck to it and they never ran out of energy. They never ran out of opportunities. They maximized it. And then they got two, they got two chances. I think they probably had about four, four shots on target. I think at, at most. Mm. And two of them were, two of them and were three goals. Three total shots. Three total shots and two were goals. Two on target. And that's the three. margins. And what I'm trying to say with Argentina, Moose, right, mm. is that that's the margins. Yes. You add, they literally said, you know what I mean? Go in there, go and take what you want, but you have to go about it you can't run, you can't do it. You've got to go about it in a clever way. They didn't do it. They didn't do it. And it was really, it was really weird to see so-called top class players not bending their run enough. I know that with offsides, they're very yes. tight, but they add so much angles, space. Angles, yes. you have to run, you have to steep, you have to run at 70 degrees to that ball. Yes. And I saw so many times they were running parallel to the ball. And I thought they're doomed. And we see it a lot. We see it in huge games. We talk about this all the time on Stadio, like mm. the amount of times you see elite players, otherwise elite players, making runs where they're going the same line as the ball. Yeah. You don't do that. No. You've got a steep line and you're quicken that back four. They're on their, mm. If a defender is on their heels, right? Mm -hmm. If a defender's on their heels in a high line and you're coming steep, there is no reason you should ever really be offside. And the thing is, you can, Moose, you can, you can, you've got three feet to play with. Yeah. But the thing is, Moose, you can see the defender. You can see his number. He can't see you. You can literally, mm. you can literally make your run. And this is what I learned. You have to make your run off of him. He can't see you. So all you do is, right, he's there. I'm going to bend it even more to the left. So yes. as when I come back, I'm in. And there's no, there's no chance of me being offside. I yes. cannot believe they didn't do it in the I first half. I can say this as well. One thing I want to throw in as well, just to say for Saudi, because I know there'll be a lot of praise for Alton Bakhti in defence. And there's a lot, there's a temptation sometimes to single out an individual player. I know he was brilliant, but the way they played as a team, the midfield unit, of Cano, Malki, Al-Farage, that midfield unit, the way they just closed the gaps is incredible. And even when Alton Bakhti made his tackles, what was amazing was every time he made a big intervention and everyone said, oh, look, he celebrated, there were two players in behind. Mm -hmm. It was like chainmail, wasn't it, Ryan? Yeah. It was unbelievable. Dude, I was going to say, there was literally, yeah. there were moments in the second half specifically where, where Saudi Arabia were really digging in to, to, yes. to defend that lead. Mm. That it was like four, four Saudi Arabia players to one Argentinian player. Yes. Like in terms of defending, it was like the effort that they put in was unbelievable. And if you think that the chances that they got, the first one actually reminded me of like a classic Champions League away goal back in the away goals days. Yes. Like second leg, yeah. second leg, 87th yeah. minute. Yeah. It usually fucking happens to PSG yeah. at some point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that kind of thing. And then you, yeah. feel, then you see the desperation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you see the second one go in because mm. you can kind of compartment. To be honest, I think Romero gets turned a little bit too easily. He's I a better first defender one. than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah, the first yeah. one. He's a better defender than that. Yeah. I think he should do better, better, to be honest. The second one, though, is just the only pet peeve, and I think it's an Ian Wright pet peeve, 
is that Emmy Martinez went with his right hand instead of his left. Thank you, thank you. Mm. And can I just say on that because I, I actually had a word with um, with Pre with Preci, David Priest, mm. and I talked. I said, Dave, about going with that right hand. What's happened there? And he gave me such a beautiful like explanation. He said, what happened was, if you looked at the guy Martinez, he was looking. He was neat. He was kind of low down, looking yeah. to see where he could see the ball. So then once once the shot's off, he's still low down. He's gone with the right hand because maybe he thinks that it's it's going higher. It's higher. Yeah, it's yeah, higher. Maybe. But what happened was he's trying to then use the right hand to push it over the top, put it over, yeah. tip it over the bar where he's needed to use his left hand to turn it round the post. Round the post. Yeah. Right. And and when you see that, those are the margins. Again, that's the margins. Uh -oh. He's, he's, he's yeah. made a big mistake there because I'm thinking to myself, the first thing, I was watching it with Kelly Smith and the both of us said, he looks like he's gone with the wrong hand there. And mm. so I'm surprised, I said, I'm surprised I Kelly didn't, I'm surprised Kelly didn't just go, Reminds me of one I scored. To <laughs> but, but the thing with it is, is that it's the, it's the first thing you think is why did he go with that hand? Because he's still trying to push it over the bar moose where it wasn't high enough. It had yeah. to go round the post. And so, you know, again, you look at Romero, absolutely was, um, was beaten too easy. Because remember, that ball went high up in the air. He, mm. His touch wasn't great. It was a good touch, but it went behind him. So he had to go and retrieve it, then turn back and he had to take on two Argentinian defenders, beat them yeah. both and scored. One of the things I'm most surprised about with Argentina is the lack of aggression in them. That's not yeah. what Argentina are about back in, Listen, for, man. throughout the whole time I've known an Argentinian team. They lacked so, aggression. You've got tattoos, I've got tattoos. You can't defend like that having that many tattoos on the Yes, court. exactly. <laughs> yes. I think just on Saudi, you have to say as well, like these, all of these players, the starting 11 all play in the domestic league. Mm -hmm. Wow, and that says a lot for the unity, you know, in terms of you know the team building, the squad building, and what this mm -hmm. does for. I mean, there's already a huge passion for the game. We see them come across the border to watch this game, but even yes. more so now. This what this is going to do for. I mean, I don't think it does anything for the passion in terms of because the passion's already there, but just in terms of what this does as a result. Yeah. The only game I can rank it alongside is ironically Cameroon beating Argentina one nil. Mm. <laughs> see, this is the last time I saw a shock this big, and I suppose the only good news for Argentina is. You can bounce back. The problem for Argentina is this has absolutely shattered their aura. The jackals yeah. are now at the door. The jackals are at the door because you see this and you're like, oh, we can feast. Yeah. Because Mexico. before everyone was, and yeah. I, said, I, said, I said this on Twitter, like, if you play with your prey long enough, it will turn around and it will eat you. And yeah. this is my one fear for Argentina now. They yeah, play with their food so long. Yeah. They, they, yeah. The foods, the foods turn the around food ate them. and ate them. But, but do you think but, it livens them up, right? Sorry, just do you think yeah, well, this no, makes... Yeah, what I was going to say. Go yeah, on. I mean, like, first defeat in 36 games, mm -hmm. an absolute bloody nose at the beginning of a tournament mm -hmm. that they feel, quote-unquote, they're destined to win, especially yeah. because of Messi. Mm -hmm. But actually, there are a lot of... Uh, what's the word I want to say? I don't want to say characters. Yeah, characters. Yeah, there are, there are. Let's say characters. Yeah, then. characters. And we know that when Messi has a little bit of help and he decides to go, like, Supernova. turbo... Mm. There's, there's, there are a few things in the world that can stop it. The next game is crucial because this group now is wide open. Wide and open. I, don't think, I don't think they need a result. I think they need a big per, result per, in the a next A big game. result and a performance. Like a massive performance because mm. those aren't going to be easy games and they're going to have to put both those teams away comfortably. Ryan, I think that it gets, it gets harder here for... If they're going to do it, they're going to have to do it from a, a place of real war and attrition. Um, yeah. Argentina. Messi's going to have to go deep. They're all going to yeah. have to, because what I saw in the first half, especially the way Lataro finished his goal and what, 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 how Messi finished his goal when he did, when he did, there is, they've got it. But now they're going to have to go and find it and they're going to have to bring it. They're going to have yes. to bring it now because they've got, they've lost the aura of, oh my God, it's Argentina. They're the favourites. And oh. so people are not afraid of them. They're, people are coming and saying, right, we're ready for you. So you better bring your good stuff. Otherwise, we are going to beat you. We've seen what Saudi Arabia done to you and you weren't able to take it. You weren't able to capitalize. And I'm, I'm very excited for the, mm. for the Argentina that hopefully Saudi Arabia has created. I hate to use, I hate to use pop culture references. You know that. But this is like when they shattered Thor's hammer. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> it moves. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is because as we speak now, I had to post, right? Because we was there and we was watching, I was eating and then they scored the second goal and I was, they're my team. Argentina are the team I've, I've tipped. Yeah. After watching England beat Iran 6-2, 
you know, not tipping my own country. I've went for Argentina and mm. I've watched my, I've watched my country totally dispatch a team. And I'm watching Argentina really struggle because they started Moose with too much swagger. Oh. Like, the, way, the way that Messi tried to finish that first one, it's like you said, right? He finished it as if he knows I'm getting another three or four. That's how he finished it. You can't fuck around and win a World Cup. You have to really grind. Bring it, man. Let's go to a break and then we'll talk about England. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Moose and I did a stadio last yeah. night straight after the Wales-USA yeah. game, or USA-Wales game. And we, we didn't spend too much time on England. We spent more time on the armband yes. stuff because we knew we were going to talk about the game today. Mm. So can we talk about yeah. the game? Because... Like, can we talk about all 114 minutes mm. of this game? I like the extra time stuff. I like the way it's happening. People can't just waste time, but Dude, I like it. I it's been like an extra hour and a half already <laughs> of games. It's been amazing. Yeah. Like 10 <laughs> minutes of extra time. Um, I like it. I like it. Um, i got to say with England, um, the way they started the game, um, obviously Iran started with this kind of like, right, we're going to block and we're not going to let them through. We're not going to do anything. Um, we're just going to stay in and we might hit on the break. And you can see, you can see that they're not bad when they mm. broke a couple of times. But I thought that England, after they had that little break, um, obviously the goalkeeper and, and smashed into his defender, I thought, mm. oh no, that's taken our energy away a bit because we started to really go forward with real purpose. Mm. Um, and then obviously we, we came back again. We st- when they came back, we just went into it again. I thought it was like, they're, they're so focused in what they were doing. And, it all started, Harry Maguire's brilliant pass through the lines, bam. You know, Jude Bellingham, it's like a new superhero's landed in the fucking, in the world, bro. I remember on, on the um, righty's house when we was picking the team and we were saying mm. he should be playing and I said, he has to play. Right. He has to play. And just to see how he was playing that game. And a lot of people are saying, oh, listen to him, oh, here he goes again about Iran. Oh, you only played Iran. That guy's 19, bro. He, 19. He, Honestly, I'm not joking. He, he was doing, he was just doing great passes, yeah, I mean, doing great movement. That's, that's a number eight of real unbelievable ability. A real a true eight. Yeah. He put oh, himself in real, the marketplace. Thank you, Moose. Like, and Moose. here's, there's something about like people talk about, oh, it's only Iran. Look, here's the thing. When you beat a team that is not as good as you, there's a way that elite teams put away those teams. And that's, that's why Southgate was annoyed about conceding the second goal, I think. Yeah. It, but fundamentally, mm-hmm. like the way that England came through the lines the way people underestimate how hard it is mm. to play through a team oh, yeah. that is trying to yeah, basically block all avenues absolutely. and the stat that got me at the um, about just past the hour mark England had completed just over 450 passes yeah. and Iran had completed 80 80 mm. and England was still going through them at will that was that, really yeah, impressive that was a ridiculous patient, penalty as well should have been six that was a oh yeah well penalty. I think like the fact that England oh, didn't Jesus get one in the first half and then yeah, Iran Maguire, get yeah. that second one I was a bit like come on guys like you didn't even go and look at you didn't even go and look at the Maguire one yeah. actually on Maguire quickly I thought he did really really yes. well so happy and for him. this is really interesting because you see him playing in an environment where he's comfortable with players that he's comfortable mm. with and I think yeah. that he's had such a rough time at Manchester United um, that it's just really interesting seeing him. It's almost he's relieved. Isn't yeah, it? I think he's so. Relieved. And there could be it's just like what was the the you know the France France Pogba kind of thing, similar element where yeah. you you feel a little bit more free when you're in the national setup. But I think you think yeah, you know what as well with that Rai, is to have a manager because you could you can be feeling like that, but then you don't get picked because you're not playing enough for your mm. for your your club side, and for Gareth to still pick him, then he comes in and he answers. I've never seen Harry Maguire play pa- poorly in a tournament. And that's all that Gareth needs. That's, that's all for Gareth. That's, that's more than enough for him. And I'm pleased about that because yesterday he could have scored. Yeah. yeah set up a first yeah. goal, got us on the, got us on the road, should have got a penalty, you know, and unfortunately, you know, he had to come off weren't feeling well, but it seems like when it's not going for you, you know, he hits the bar like he does. You know what I mean? It's just the way it is. And then even the, the even the goal, what they scored, we, we, we kind of analyzed it and there's nothing 
There's nothing Harry Maguire could have done because they, they had such good possession the way they passed it through to the edge of the box that Harry Maguire had to take the chance of going mm. to the right because the forward made a really good move. It was a, a move that would have beaten top defenders, any top defender, even if he was in his greatest form. I'm going to quote a Musa Gongerism here who oft, often pulls this from, from uh, the NBA stuff and that sometimes mm. good offense just beats good defense. Absolutely. Right. You know what I mean? They're going to get their first sometimes. sometimes. You can, exactly. And that like, like Taremi is no no slouch. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's like yeah. I think you saw actually how much people. I, I don't want to say overestimated, but kind of rated Iran going into yeah. the tournament. A lot of people thought that this was going to be really game. really tough for England. Mm. And to be honest, I think that opening what half an hour or so, mm. if if you'd said at the end, if you if right there, you'd be like right. Fast forward to the end. It was it was 1-0 mm. England you'd be like this feels like a 1-0 yeah. England game and then all of a sudden the goal just came yeah. it completely like broke the valve on the game kind of thing if that means it's just like England just opened up after that but they needed yeah, that first goal need it. and it was a brilliant goal it was goal. a super goal but can, I t- can I say my favourite goal Go on. my favourite mm. goal was Sterling's goal I thought Harry Kane Harry Kane's cross like he's literally going away from every. he's, he's actually facing away and it was almost yeah. Beck- Beckham-esque where to put it in and for Raheem to, to f- yeah. Raheem finishing it with the outside of foot like that was, was a, and when you look at Raheem's form for Chelsea, it's not quite got going, it's a stuttering start there. That, that goal is, is the goal of somebody who's in supreme confidence. Mm. You don't, otherwise mm. you take that with the inside of your right foot and you just make sure that you get it on target. That was a fantastic goal. Creation. And it vindicates finish. exactly, it vindicates um, what Southgate has done with England, doesn't it? Because a lot of talk about Maguire not being in there in the mix. Mm-hmm. Put him in the back for not in five. Starting in, instead of Sterling, they was talking about right. That kind and of the, the thing is, it's the, it's the speed though. It's the speed mm. to start with. Like Foden is not as quick as Saka or mm. or Sterling. So you start with those two, you get width and you get speed. Right. Mm. You can bring on Foden for control as an eight later or as a wide player in yeah. different areas. But fundamentally, like what they give you is, I saw this attack, this lineup, and I thought, oh, this is like mm. they're I going love the for mid- it. I love the midfield free as well, Moose. I love the right. I, I, I was going to say the balance. I fucking the, love it. That's, I think that's the best blend mm. of midfield talent because Mount, Bellingham and Rice all overlap. They have complementary yes. skill sets in a way M- that is Moose, really exciting. It's like against any team, they mm. can go to the next level of what they've got because we know that yeah. they've all got progression in them. And, you know, we know Rice can defend. We know that Bellingham can defend. You know what I mean? And then, you Mount know, can if he had to. Mount, Mount has like double pivot. Double pivot, he, to, he would. Yeah, he could, he could do that. But then you'd say, okay, you can have it as a double pivot. You can have Bellingham and Rice and Mount can get going. Or and any of that three could get into that position and do that particular job in that particular moment. It feels really malleable, man. It it's feels fantastic. super dynamic. It's just, it's, you've, you've got you know basically yeah. all the attributes that you need there for an elite international midfield. And mm, yeah. the thing that I'm really happy about is that that was, that was my my pick for the midfield three. And I was like, it happened. That I, never I'd happens. like to hope. My, I, I think never I, get my I midfield three picked. <laughs> I can't remember if I picked that three. I would have picked that three. I think you did. I think you did. We didn't actually put it out on the podcast, but we were talking about it before we did it. But that's the best midfield three. You yeah, know? I think and, so. and the thing is, is that again, you're looking at, you're looking at some comments, you, you see things come through and then people are talking about, listen to them go, going, going way over the top. You've beaten Iran. And, what they don't understand is the people who are saying that is that we beat Iran so easily, right? That could have been quite a, a tough game. We beat them so easily that they're forgetting the fact that how good we were at beating them so mm. easily. That's what they forget. It's like watching Ecuador beat a, a poor Qatar side, but then in instances, you saw some real top stuff from Ecuador. Yeah. Like, from, from, from great stuff. So you think, oh, that's what they could be capable of doing. And what we showed Jesse is what we could be capable of doing if we get it all right. And unfortunately, yeah, let's be honest, Iran, a generation yeah. ago, a generation ago, we're 2-0 up until the 80th minute, then we concede and it's nervy. Yeah. A generation ago, it's 2-1 against the mm. same opposition. Yeah. Because look, one of those players has scored more in the Champions League than Holland, right? Like that mm-hmm. is, that mm-hmm. Iran team has goal scorers, it has threat, and England went in then. This is the thing, people, it's almost good if people downplay this 6-2. Mm, I don't Weirdly enough. Yeah. It's almost good because people, oh no, they're not all that. No, no, no. Actually, what I saw was really impressive fluidity. I saw every player play when they wanted to. And the substitute changes and the way that wow. like Kane, the way that Kane is just like 
sitting deep and allow one yeah. to play off him. There's a game mm-hmm. he played against, I think it was Dortmund in the Champions League at home, where there was a 3 1. And Kane was dropping deep and just having the two runners go off him. And I just thought, see, that's his future. That's his future. And him now as the facilitator, someone was making a joke on Twitter, one of these, I won't name these banter accounts, mm. the banter <laughs> Sorry, soccer I wish everyone could oh, see the, the gesture that Booster has made. The, the dismissive hand. Get out dismissive of here. Get out yes, of here. Ban- this banter accounts was going, oh, oh yeah, he scored more at the World Cup than Wayne Rooney. And I was like, First of all, disrespectful to Rooney. Secondly, mm. Wayne Rooney in this team. Can you imagine a peak Wayne oh, Rooney in this God, team? Not how the man would thrive. Absolutely clean up. He's clean up. That, the reason yeah. I mention that is because I want to just emphasise again the fluidity of the attack. Mm. The tools they had coming off the bench. Callum Wilson. Oh my yeah. God. Actually, it's really funny Rashford, you said this because when you said Rashford, before like a Rashford. decade ago, it's 2-0, mm. we can see the goal at the end. And then, I don't know, like I was thinking... The kind of players that you would bring on a decade ago compared to what you mm. would bring on now, I think that the yeah. golf in technical quality as well. It's like Eric Dyer yeah. comes on for Harry Maguire and yeah. I think Eric Dyer is a really good footballer, actually. And a lot of people mm. hate on Eric Dyer and it, I think it's a little bit disrespectful because he is such an amazing option to bring on. And if you think bring as well, you could have brought on yeah. one of our faves, Benjamin White. You could have brought on yes. Connor yeah. Cody as a hype man. Mm-hmm. You could have brought on... Yeah. There's so many options that you can man? bring up as a, a hype, hype man. man. <laughs> Connor, you make, I want Connor Cody to come on in a 4-0, when it's 4-0 in the quarterfinal and just come on like this. Just hype man. Yeah, just hype man. <laughs> but like, you know what was really interesting about watching him come on and even obviously seeing Callum do what he'd done? It's Marcus Rashford, looking at him coming on, he, there's something in his eyes. There's something in his eyes. You know, and, and the way mm-hmm. he took his goal um, was something where you think to yourself... If this Marcus Rashford, if he stays in this, in this form, right, mm. this, form, this form that he's in at the moment, in, in the, the way he is, the confidence, knowing what I'm capable of and coming on and then getting into the position like he did and showing the composure again. Do you, do you, know, he came, do you know how he came in? It reminds Go me on. of, I'm not even sure he's unpacked his bags yet. <laughs> You know, the way he came in with the urgency. You know, sometimes you go on holidays with your friends, there's always that one person. The down and you straight back down to the bar. They're straight, they're straight at the pool. They're straight <laughs> at the pool. You're like, whoa, the guy didn't even, and the thing is still there. And Rashford came in this game like, it came the game I'm like, on. Yeah. Do you know what? I was, I was really sad about this though, because, you know, he t- I put it in the writer's house, you know, the sad Escobar meme. It was just like, Gareth took Saka off on, mm. like, on a hat trick. And then literally, the player that came on in that position, he's just yes, come on, the scored. ball comes to him and he scores. And I was just like, no. <laughs> Keep your powder dry though. You know, I, I, that's what I love it. But like, I worry because um, sometimes with these things, there can be, we've seen World Cup teams start well and they burn themselves out. Mm. We've seen them fly mm. out the traps. We see it in the Euros. Was it um, Holland one time? Is it 2008 Euros? They flew out the traps in the group stage, it's mind-blowing. And then like Russia just sucker punched them in the second round. Can I say and this? Well, go on, let's go on, let's go on. Easing yourself into it. It's like in basketball, mm. get everyone to touch the ball. Get the offense, spread yeah. the offense. You know yeah, something, yeah. Moose? I was, I was thinking as well, because I know that Serena and Gareth, um, Serena Vigman uh, as, as, and Gareth have had chats and spoken. Love that. I don't think I've seen um, our substitutes come on with that much relish and, and ready to go. Even With Vim. Honestly, and it's, that's like the ladies. When you look at how we were, the Euros, the, women, the women's Euros, mm. those, those substitutes were coming on with purpose. Ian, I'm watching, you're watching, you know, you're watching the bench thinking, did yes. they, I was watching for a catapult. Like, did they, have these people actually been, <laughs> have they been? <laughs> I'm telling you. The physios like putting it, just like releasing yes, them. Yeah, releasing yeah. them because like you're looking at it and I think that somewhere along the line, it's being communicated that you, you, it's not just the 11 because mm. that's the vibe yes. you got from the women's Euros. I'm mm. pick this, I'll pick this 11, but it's this, it's 15. Everybody be in that. the mode in the, and that is what I took from the women's and watching them last night I was just thinking to myself that feels like the same Gareth has recognised that the bench is how important it is how many times do you see people come off the bench and they disappear in the game look at Grealish Grealish came on with like a real like a real gusto and, and like yeah. verve to come on you know and obviously mm. we know his story with the little boy who he's done his celebration with so he seems to have some purpose in that. But then you see the way Marcus Rashford was. You saw the way Callum Wilson was. You know, you see like Eric Dyer coming on doing it. Everybody's come on and they're doing it. And, and the square pass you, from Callum Wilson. The square pass from the, Callum the Wilson vision. is one of the most indicative things. The vision and the unselfishness. Yeah. You know, all the Could time he's well. running down yeah. there, Moose. All the time he's running down there. And this is the thing of it. What you watch it. Watch it again, the replay. He does not look to the left at all. He right. feels it. 
he feels it. It's obviously through his peripheral. He can see there's a white shirt. And the way he cut that back, for it was magnificent. You think Callum Wilson's a Jedi? It must be. I think he can felt Can I say, that, actually? Can I say it, it? it felt like, it reminded me of, and this is, I say this is a huge compliment. It was like a Timo Werner type move. You see the unselfishness to pull wide like that and to scatter the defence with the brilliant movement and to cut it. You know, Timo Werner's mm. best performances are his most unselfish ones, actually. And it was the same kind of energy. I loved but can, it. But can I say with Callum Wilson as a striker, because if I'm coming off the bench and probably different, mm. I'm coming off, running through like that on goal, I'm shooting. We're, we're what, that, we're 5-1? There's no way I'm passing. This is, but I, that's I why it's that's amazing. Difference. That's why that group is what it is. Because Callum yeah. Wilson, with everybody saying about, oh, Callum Wilson's gone in now, he's only have a little bit of form. And he's coming. How's he getting there? The fact is, is that Callum Wilson and Ga- Gareth has obviously seen in Callum Wilson. If it's this group, it's not about him. Love it, love it. Because for love me, it. as a striker, and sheer, any of us coming on as a striker at six-one, at five-one, and you're bearing down on goal, you're not squaring that. That says a lot to me about Absolutely. what this group's about. It says so much about how together they are. You know, because Jack Grealish is first, Rashford's first, you know, Sterling's first. It's, a, it's so many first people scoring for the first time in a World Cup. Obviously, Jude Bellingham's first. Mm. Can I say yeah. that? One thing I was at Bellingham, I was shocked that he'd had that many caps without a goal. When I looked at the numbers again, you're like, mm. hang on a minute. I knew it was like a, but was it 18? He was off the bench a lot as well, didn't he? But this, off the bench a lot, absolutely. And also mm. like, it shows how much we know he's capable of and, and, and respect and expect from him that this is someone who, if goals were his diet, if all he wanted to be was a goal scorer, yeah, he could yeah. score one and two. Yeah, he's got he's got a lot for Dortmund this season. That's something that he's I yeah think he's surprised right. a lot more but people. This than is a mag- he's up the goal level. Yeah, this yeah, is a already. magnificent header. This is a oh, mag- so good, magnificent man. header. So Angle. good. The it's angle. So good. Header, yeah. Like I, 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 we said on Stadio that I think a lot of people are going to be watching consecutive Jude Bellingham games for the first time through this tournament mm. because just you know not everyone is going to watch the Bundesliga every week. And the thing that was he got such rave reviews after this game. Mm. And the thing that Moose and I said on Stadio was that, like, this isn't even close to what he's capable yeah. of. That's the thing about Jude. Like, yeah. you, he is, he, he has potential, considering his age, he mm. has potential to be one of the all-time great midfielders. He, he's a phrase that I continues. reserve for very, very few footballers. Mm. He is advanced technology. I'm, going, I'm, yes, I'm nicking that question. Moose, I'm taking that. They'll hear you know, that Certain, on, certain yeah. footballers are advanced technology. He is just one of those people that are just in a, <laughs> it's a separate category. I need, I need, I need an, another line because they're, they're still using the burden with glorious purpose. I need other oh, Bakayo. Yeah, one. I need, I need another, another. I was so pleased for Bakayo. Um, yes. Yeah. Can we talk about Obviously. him quickly? Yeah, course, we can. Yeah, yeah. I was so pleased for him because when the game started, I'm thinking the way Iran were. If 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 Bakayo came back, the, the defender was right behind him all the time. Bam, 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 bam. Mm. All the time, I was thinking, wow. They do not want us turning. They don't no. want him turning. No. The defender would go into our half if Bukayo went in there. I'm thinking, just keep receiving it because this, at some stage, this defender's going to get it wrong. And you know, mm. he gets it and then he cuts inside, he plays it and he goes again. The defender after a while is thinking, I don't know what to do with this guy because they're, they're, they're continuing to pass it to him. He's continuing to receive it. He's got so much help around him. We were so, there was so much support in and around that you mm. could play off one touch. It, it was like, it, it was just so, it was such a, um, a mature performance, you know? Isn't it, it amazing how cohesive it was? It was fluid. Like mm. we've seen England, get, we've seen England, you know, we've always said, oh, England are slow starters. Yeah. That's the thing we tell ourselves, they're slow starters. What we really mean is the, the group is not cohesive. Mm. There is no right back discourse after this game. None. Mm. There's no can discourse I, about- I, I yeah. actually think that the, the England slow starters thing is more projection from England fans. Because they know that if they start quick, they're like, "We're going to win it." Yeah, there was a funny, there was a funny thing actually in the opening minutes. I was, "Oh my god, they're such a slow game." I was like, "Are we watching the same game?" England mm. are cooking there. Co- yeah. Also, to England be honest, you know, to be honest, it's late November. It's mm. freezing cold. It was an afternoon. I was, I was kind of pretty cozy watching the game. Slow is fine mm, by fine. me. I, I mean, love the way like, ease yourself I in. I love the lads. way that like, you see, like I say, with with someone like Aaron Maguire, you, you, what people have got to understand with a player that's got so much um, negativity around yeah. him for someone who he's got, he's, he's so confident in what he is capable of doing that he will come out from the back, you know, knowing that if goes wrong, what's going to happen to him. Mm. And he will try and pass the ball through the lines and he will continue to try and do that. And that yeah. is what, that, that, that's brave. People will say, well, what are you talking about? Yeah, t-. that's brave. I was thinking at the start of the game, 
are we going to pass through lines? Are we going to try and get through? Because the way Iran's set up, if we're not mm. going to do that, then it's going to be one of those games where, oh my gosh, we're going to go round the mountain sideways, bam, 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 sideways. Are we going to try and get through them? Because that's what they don't want. So that's mm. what you should try and do. Even if you give it away, this is why I like Bruno Fernandes. Bruno Fernandes will try and pass it into the place to hurt, to hurt the team, even if, you, mm. even if the ball gets intercepted. And that's what you've got to do because that's what they don't want. And when that happens, that's when they get, the, that's when they get digi. That's when they get digi. That's when they, oh my God, it's come through here. This is what we didn't want. This is what we've been training against. Oh my God, that is what we have to do to teams. You have to put agreed, it where agreed. they don't want it. McGuire really sets the tone. Yeah, he yeah, sets absolutely. the tone. He'll put it in there. And that's what I love about him because he's under so much scrutiny, but at the same time, he still will try and pass it into a place where he knows that people will give him stick if it doesn't get there. Right, right. So in terms of an opening game, pretty, pretty much perfect for England on the pitch. So good. So good, right? Um, so good. Maybe, you know, like Moose said, maybe, you know, now it's 6-1. Maybe too good. It's managing. And this is why I'm, I'm it's Gareth and that team will be so, they'll be so level about what's going on because they know what to do. 2018, Euros, Euros at home. And now they know exactly what frame of mind to be in. 6-1, yeah. 6-2, sorry. 6-2, yeah, we're fine. Next game. I'm so excited about the team. Yeah, I think also as well that they have the, uh, I think we've talked about this maybe in the, going back to the Euros, but also it applies now that they have the squad to adapt to the opposition. I really like some of the playing out for the back as well, I've got to say. Yeah, I really like the urgency of it. Mm. I liked the risk-taking. I like the delay. Sometimes Pickle would draw the man and then play it out. I thought that was excellent. But even Raheem Sterling goal, was we, that, was a long, that was a long kick from the back. Yeah. Harry, yeah. Harry Kane wrestled with the guy. We got a little bit of luck because it bounced down, but he made sure that we got it. Bam, out to the wing. Then, then it went out to the, to, to, the, to the wing a bit. Then Harry makes his move. So we've gone direct. And then once we've got up there, Bam, the, the goals were crafted, in. weren't they? That was the thing yeah, about yeah. I really liked. They were all, they weren't just individual efforts. They were all it's constructed. There was, a, there was a thought process. Yeah. There's a lot to look forward to. So, you know, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, we did a big bit on it on Stadio about the stuff that's happened off, off the pitch since mm -hmm. we last spoke. But how, I mean, how do you feel about the armband stuff? Well, it was, um, I, I we, don't have to, we don't have to go deep on no, this, no, but no. I mean, we did a big no. 15 minute bit on no, Stadio. No, no, no. But the so. thing is with me, I just thought, to myself, we're talking about protests. And what I said yesterday was, there's no protest without risk. And we're talking about people yeah. risking lives. You know, we're talking about people protesting just to be who they are. Mm. And like, okay, you know, FIFA, again, moving the goalpost. Day before saying, no, now we don't want you to wear that armband. We want you to wear this armband. And there's a lot of talk about, yeah, but if you're, if FIFA let you do that, then people can do other kind of gestures. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know, for me, England, Gareth maybe should have worn it out there. Somebody should have worn it out there. Or even what, bring it out there and lay it to rest in the goal mouth. Something like that. Anything. Some kind of gesture. Because I thought, like I said, I thought it was a, quite a meek gesture. Meek, and, mm. meek kind of like symbolic gesture for me. Yep. So this could have turned into, like I said yesterday, it could have turned into a real powerful protest of defiance. It could have really done it because it could make people see Okay, so what's going to happen? Oh, they might book Harry Kane and then, oh, suppose he gets another booking, then he misses a game. The people, I said, you're missing the point because mm -hmm. there's certain people who are protesting and they're living in places where they could be killed for their protest. And we're talking about someone getting booked and maybe missing a game. Now people mm -hmm. say, yeah, well, that's all right for you to say. But if you're going to protest, you can't, just, you can't just stop at the first hurdle. You can't mm -hmm. do that. So that's what, that, for me, it was very disappointing. And I would like us to have, have, have continued doing the protest simply because it now feels to me like it was tokenism. Oh, we'll do that. That'll keep everybody quiet. Oh, we'll wear the armband. And as soon as the FIFA says, well, we can't let you wear the armband, we don't do something in defiance so as then we can let the, 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 the thousands and millions, let's say, watching who do have to protest just to live their lives, let them see that, yeah, they genuinely are because they'll probably get in trouble for that. It's not the kind of trouble that, you know, they're going to lose their lives or something, but they have sacrificed something because what is the point if you're not going to do that? That's how I felt yeah. about it. Yeah. If people want to hear Moose and I go in a little bit more on, on that stuff, go and check the Stadio, late Stadio yeah. episode out. Um, but yeah, man, couldn't, couldn't agree more. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, 
a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Right, I think we've, obviously we're going to give flowers and I think we have to give flowers to Nico Williams. Um, I think that what people, people don't understand is what players go through every day, just like everybody, everybody has to go through on a daily basis, you know, and losing, losing a family member, especially your, your grandparents and stuff like that is such a massive loss for, for a family day before your biggest game, you know, and then your mum phoning you to tell you that you think to yourself, my gosh, and then you have to watch how he played and you think to yourself, my gosh, well done, my friend. Well done. You have to get flowers. I'd love to, you know what I mean? Because I, I don't know what that's like, but I've, I've been in dressing rooms where people have lost their grandparents and it is really, it really is like, you see, see people are really, really affected by that particular family member, you know? So, and it's in the World Cup, you know what I mean? You can imagine how proud he must have been leading into it, getting ready to watch his grandson play like that. And then for Nico to go in and, and play like he did, you know, and. You know, they got the point and he dedicated it to his grandma. I just, honestly, I'm, 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 uh, I'm blown away by his professionalism and his, and his, um, his endeavour. I really am. You're right. The context of that game as well. Like it's mm. a huge result for Wales, mm. you know? Mm. Yeah, man. You know, like I lost my granddad a few months ago and spoke mm. about it on Stadio and spoke about how, how much I actually struggled with the day-to-day of it initially and how it yeah. was, a, it's a, it is a strange kind of grief because it's yeah. not like it, you, you know, like you lost your mum, mm. Ian, and, um, you know, Musa, you've lost your dad when you were little as well. It's not, and it's, you know, I'm lucky that I still have both my parents, but it is a strange kind of grief where you, you, mm. it's almost like removed enough that people expect you just to be okay-ish or kind of, and yeah. it, and, but it can really hit you and it's taken, I mean, to be honest, just then when you were talking about it, it kind of brought back the, the phone call when my mum called me and stuff like that. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I'm a lot older than he, he is and I wasn't playing a game under a spotlight like that and you know the first time my country been to a world cup for years and mm. and and the fact that he played so well is i think as well yeah brilliant you know the thing is as well right like um when you read it and he says you're crying all day and then you go and play a, a match in the world cup you know when he said that i thought well obviously missing out on the world cups and that i know emotionally what it means to me even just watching and putting yourself mm. in a position of these guys I can't honestly say that I could, I could, I could probably, I could deal with that. Mm. I, I, I can't because like it, it means that the emotion just for me, just being at the World Cup would have been so much. So to get that news before you're playing, I can't even get into the realms of his, his headspace. The psychology, and dealing with, yeah, yeah I, can't, I can't, I can't get into it. I have to, I have to give him so much flowers for this. It's amazing. And let's give, you know, Wales some love as well. We talked about it on Stadio, but like they were so good in that second half and I think they deserved yeah. at least a point from that game. Mm. And uh, the, the way the USA started, I was like, wow. Yeah. Yeah, they look <laughs> yeah, I was wow. I was like, wow, energy. I'm seeing it. Even the way that goal was constructed, the way it came yes. through. There was a lot, it, it was very bitty because it, it kind of came from a header and then it bounced into a chest and it came. Then all of a sudden when Pulisic got on it, Yes, it started it smoothed out, but then the run from where and the finish. The finish was Mickey Thomasy in '89. It was beautiful. <laughs> Musa, said, Musa said on Stadio that uh, George was going to sue him for copyright infringement that, it, it should, because that is that is George Ware finishing, and like, it was it, unreal, it's wasn't so it? Good. Yeah, it's so just good. beautiful flick of the right foot. But then I'm thinking, 
I just watching the way they played and looking at the, the experience in the team, and it's a young team, and I'm thinking they're probably going to need another goal at some stage while they're playing out. They're playing while they while they've got the um while they've got the, 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 the while they're in the ascendancy. They they Momentum, needed to score yeah. again because I mm. feel I felt Moose that you know obviously the, Rob Page he brings on um, Kiefer Moore, and I'm going direct. And you could see that America didn't know how to manage the game and slow the game down and take it from this basketball kind of game, what, giving Wales the opportunity to go and getting the fans going and then the pressure starting to build on, on the USA. And you could see them go deeper, deeper. And then when they scored, when they got the penalty, which I never for one minute thought he was going to miss, you think to yourself, Wales could go on and win this. Wales yep, could go on and win really. this. Yeah, I think that what America's got to do while they're, while they've got this team and it's a young team, and I heard people say that in four years' time, I think this team's going to be ready in their own place. What they have to learn to do, they're going to have to have to score a lot more goals early mm. or they're going to they're have to find a way to manage the game better than they did because I thought Wales, you could feel them saying, you know, you could look at, you could feel them like saying, we can get back in this, we can win this. And they nearly did. They could have done it. I thought they had a couple of good chances. Head, I thought Keith mm. Moore should have done better with his header. Yeah. You know it was really I mean? similar to that Gakpo yeah. header early on. Gakpo's header. But the well, thing here's the thing. We've learned from England. People say yes. like four years from now, look, we've learned yeah. from England yeah. and our mistakes. People can come and feast on you at any time. Yes. They will feast it. The predators are always out. They are, oh, oh, we've got four years. You don't. You no. really don't have four years. It's like- Four more years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You look at this with- um, Yes. The way, that England, the way that the US didn't close this game out, and I think a lot mm. of them thought this was three points. Yeah. They looked mm. at the Wales thing, they looked at the population of Wales, they looked at mm. Gareth Bale and other players they hadn't heard of, and they thought, oh, okay, well, this is what we're going to tick off. They haven't, they haven't taken into consideration the history, what this means, what the Wales team have been through, what, the Wales, what Wales as a country with the football managers, what they've been through, with the, going from this Gary This team Speed, knocked out Ukraine. Did, thank you. This team knocked out you, this, with Malinovsky, yes. <laughs> Zinchenko. Moose, and, the, Moose, you look at, at, the, at Wales, and I always feel with the World Cup, what have we got, what we got to, to, to draw on? What's going to get us through the games when we are right up against it? What have we got to draw on? Wales have got a lot to draw on to make them say, if my heart bursts out on my chest trying to stop them or trying to get this ball forward so as we can do it, I am going to do whatever it takes. That's what Wales Beth have. Fisher shared this incredible video of Gareth Bale going, you've got to run. I know it effing hurts but mm. you've got to do it mm -hmm. it was incredible I was just like you know I was like oh captain my captain like that's yes. the energy that's yeah. the, and that is the intangible thing that doesn't show up on the stat sheets yeah. you know that's, that's the one yes, thing it's, it's not a criticism it's not a criticism of the US at all it's more like the depth of experience right like never underestimate the last chance saloon team because that's what this is for a lot of these Wales players in terms mm. of like the physical energy they've expended in their careers right this is the last Chance, it's yeah. the last dance for quite a few of yes. them. And that I think is a, mm. is a not, the, not, the, not the US don't have their experienced players at the back. We know they've got brilliant centre-backs who've played you know, many years. It's just that there's something with this Wales team where it's like, this is their peak moment. Yeah. Yes. And that makes yes. it very, very dangerous, I think. It may, it, exactly. You've got to understand. I'm, I'm really not looking forward to that England-Wales game. Oh God. Oh, I, can't, I, I, can't, I can't wait. I can't wait. I know you can. <laughs> I'm a chaos agent. Here's the thing. There's no situation you want to go into a game where Wales need something from it, or where you no. need something from it. You no. don't want that at all. Because they won't even get Michael Sheen. They'll just call in Anthony Hopkins. Oh my God. Sir Anthony. Oh my God. They'll go Stop and get Sir Anthony Hopkins, and that is it. It's all over. Oh no. Jesus. You oh start no. seeing Sir Anthony Hopkins like, like clearing his throat. Good night. With a Shakespearean clothing, with oh a skull gosh. in his right hand. Oh with my a skull. God. <laughs> Jesus. God, please make Anthony, please God make Anthony Hopkins not start clearing his throat. Before we go, should we give a quick shout out to. Florence Lloyd Hughes and her new show oh Counterpressed. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. Yes. Flo and the gang did a big WSL thing on her show, but we're going to talk a little bit about it now yeah. before we go. Counterpress. Then I feast. Then I fast. Then I counterpress. That's, that's yeah, exactly. That's, <laughs> I knew you were going to mention still, that. Stormzy. Then, then, then I counterpress. How did he? I can't. I still can't believe Stormzy put that in a lyric. It's it's brilliant. It's isn't got, it? got this god tier. God tier lyricism. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but you watched the game before on Saturday. Yes. And I, 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 I love this game. And you know something? So good. Everybody, everybody knows what... Arsenal what, 2, Man United 3, by the way. Yes. Everybody knows what Arsenal mean to me, men and women's. But there's something about this Man United team and the fact that they have to, at some stage, 
break that top three. They have mm. to get in. They have to beat the Arsenal's, the Man City's. They have to beat the Chelsea's. And I think that that win, in the manner that they did it, yes, um, in front of those fans, and you know, we're, we're talking about Toon and Russo scoring. They're big game players, man. They're the big biggest. game players. And then it was brilliant to see the Man United fans there with their section, you know, and they came in their numbers. And that is what the game is about. That is what the women's game is about, right? The 40,000 people at the Emirates, Man United, Arsenal, free to end-to-end game, mistakes, great play, fantastic advert Stop for the WSL. Way, absolute Unbelievable. Limbs away end. Unbelievable, yes. you know what I mean? The crowd goes wild. I saw Tim Stillman write a good thing about this where he said obviously he, he you know he wants Arsenal to win every game and it hurts him from an Arsenal point of view but the WSL needs moments like they that. They do. Mm. Like visually. They do. Can I say as well why I really loved about this game the disrespect to come from 2-1 down yeah. with 70 minutes to go that disrespect I'm loving that you know this is the thing all teams that want to break into that established hegemony they need a win like this. Chelsea won on uh, Sunday mm. they beat Spurs, Spurs 3-0. 3-0 yeah. that pass by Guru Wrighton for the Opens on the passes of the weekend that yeah yeah, that's unreal um, Guru. I mean Guru Wrighton is just unbelievable yes, is. Um, so the top of the table mm-hmm. is Chelsea on 21 points played 8 Arsenal second on 18 Manchester United third on 18 as wow. well and Man City who also won at the weekend are on 15 points quick shout we haven't had confirmation from the club at the last time I saw but it looks like Beth Mead is oh gosh going to be out for a while so um Fingers crossed for Bear. Yes. Very much so. Yes. Hey guys, I'll see you soon. When when we yeah, see you Saturday. See right his house back on Saturday. Okay. Saturday's right his house, man. So guys, thank you so much. Take it easy, whatever you're doing, guys. And I'll speak to you soon. Speak to you soon. Man. God bless you. Man. God bless. Bye. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much, England, for this fantastic start. I feel like the World Cup is onwards and upwards now. So um, I'm looking forward to it. Um, thanks for listening, guys. And we'll be back on Saturday, like Ryan said, with Righty's house. So take it easy and Come on, England!